Hello and welcome back to the Dakota Student Podcast. I'm your host, and today I'm joined by Molly and Ben. How are you guys doing? Doing good today. All right, so uh, let's get right into it with COVID. So the WHO is still in what Wuhan, right? The World Health Organization. They're testing to see the origin, right? Yes, I think they're out of there right now. They they were there a while ago on like a 14 day expedition to figure out how this whole thing started and maybe figure out. We already knew. Why do I feel like I already knew? Well, we know, but they want to be like scientifically. They want to scientifically prove it. It's not. Yeah. They, see, we just say it came from there because that's where we think it came from. They had they actually are trying to figure out how it, sta- how it started, and how yeah, it actually how it started, and oh, everything. I no, like I genuinely thought I knew that. I thought that isn't there a lab there that is testing on bats? And what happened was the scientist that was working on it ended up getting sick, but he didn't realize that like that's what he was sick with, and then like he went to a restaurant. Is what I've heard. I, I don't know. I don't think any stories are like confirmed. So that's what they're trying to do. I don't think, yeah, I don't think anything's confirmed. I think what they're trying to do is have this team go there fig- to, to do field study. We probably won't find out for another year or so for them to figure this all out. I mean, how uh, do you really put it back to one person? That's going to take forever. They've yep. been able to do it before. <laughs> Crazy. Yes, we're going to have to wait a couple of years. I'm sure it'll take a long time. A long, long time. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what the actual story is. I think that's it for COVID, though. We don't have any updates on vaccine rollouts or anything. My grandpa got vaccinated finally in Florida. Oh wow! They were having a tough time getting it. Wasn't Florida kind of like first come first serve though, or were they rolling it out based on? I mean, like I know New Hampshire's rolling it out based on like age and like medical history, but like wasn't. Like Florida, just like whoever's in line gets it or no? I I think so to a point. I think they tried to get the at-risk people, but I think it was a first come, first serve for the at-risk people. Right. So it's, yeah, it was tough to get it. They were short. I think everybody, you know, the villages, it's like a retirement community, basically. I think mm-hmm. they've all been vaccinated or most of them at least. Yeah, I think that's, that's good. where we started in New Hampshire. I think we did all of like the people in nursing homes first. And then speaking of nursing homes, have you guys been seeing those stories about uh, the New York governor? Like he, I don't know. People are accusing him of killing at least 15,000 people with his policies. And I guess there's I, some backlash I've, with that. I've been seeing there's, there's something to do with, uh, with, uh, I don't know how to say his name. Not going to lie. Like Kumo. Uh, Andrew Como. Como? Okay. Wait, someone like pull it up. Like I'm interested. Well, uh, like know any details? Or well, like- basically, I, I think uh, the whole story uh, is Mason. He, he shut people in in a retirement home. Mason, they- Nancy Pelosi just announced a, in, a plan for independent 9-11 style commissions on deadly riot attack to figure out, um, investigate the attack on the Capitol. Um, I'm a little just- confused by that. So what are they doing? <laughs> they are setting up and a will establish an independent 9-11 style commission to look into the insurrection on the U.S. Capitol. Um, it, this broke. So uh, they're comparing that to, okay. Uh, I don't even know. I'm at a loss for words with that. Topic. I mean, uh, well, I can read you her, the thing she just sent that she has uh, sent out. I don't know, man. 
So they just really want to pin everyone who's there. Basically, Pretty, right? Yeah. By the, the looks of it, that's what it is. It's trying. It's just to figure out. Well, it's investigate report on the effects causings and and causes related to the uh, January uh, domestic terrorist attack upon the Capitol. I mean, I I think that it's like they want to see if like this was planned or if it was something more spontaneous. And like, to me, that's like what I think it, they're like, was this planned? And like, how was it planned and why? I mean, well, like, did you all watch any of the impeachment trial? No, I did not. Um, there's a lot of evidence showing that after he'd lost the election, there were a series of tweets that, uh, they presented that basically uh, that was showing that he kind of was advertising it, but didn't orchestrate it. But then what then at that at his speech where he said the march down kind of that was kind of an inciting the whole uh, riot to begin kind of. Um, I'll do a hot take real quick. Um, you know, it was terrible. It, it is like an insurrection, domestic terrorism. You know, it's it's terrible. But I do think some people have blown it out of the water. I I didn't see hundreds upon hundreds of heavily armed, you know, decked out with gear people ready to kill everyone. I saw a bunch of idiots with a bunch of MAGA shirts and hats that were trying to get on TV for a couple hours. I I don't think they had serious... Well, maybe they did. Maybe they had evil thoughts. They wanted to kill, you know, Congress members and whatnot, but they they weren't prepared to do so. They did not have the equipment. I, I don't know. I just think it's been blown out of the water a little bit. Take, hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. I mean, I can like agree with some of that. Like I genuinely do not believe that all the people that were outside of the building protesting prior to what happened inside. I do not believe all those people were there with the mindset of I am going to attack the people in this building. Like I, maybe it's because I like try and see like the better in people. However, then I wonder if there was a smaller group that was organized to be like, we are going into that building and like, this is how we're doing it. Granted, I don't think it was well thought out. But like, was there some form of communication amongst the people that did go in? I just feel like if that was their plan to attack Congress members or whatnot, they would have been a hell of a lot more prepared. They would have had gear. They didn't have gear. That dude was wearing a bison head, you know, like he's not going to attack. He's going to make a show. It was, I don't know. I feel like they would have had a lot more equipment. They would have been a lot more ready. Because if they did have equipment, if they had weapons and they, if they had gear, the Capitol Police there were not, wouldn't have been able to handle it. They would have been overrun in minutes. Weren't they overrun? Yeah, they were. And these people weren't even armed. So imagine if they were armed and they actually oh. had an agenda. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, and you've also, you've also got to think that the Capitol is a pretty secure building in the sense that there's not many windows to get into. There's not many doors at how quickly you would think one of the higher security areas in the, in our country would be secured more than it actually was. Right. Uh, to, to me, that was a surprising thing with how quickly 
how quickly this all happened. Like, I think it was, it was all a matter of like, from the time the speech was over to the rides starting like an hour or something, or, um, I, I don't know the exact time frame, but it felt like it was a pretty quick ordeal for, for it as well as it didn't take them long to get through it. So I don't know. I, this is going to be another thing where it's, we learn a lesson from this and hope, it's just going to be like 9-11. You'll learn a lesson. Unfortunately, we have to have a tragedy um, occur for us to prevent it from happening again. Um, but who knows what's going to happen? Are they going to add more barricades up? Or I don't know what's going to happen. They're going to, they're going to have to do something to uh, the Capitol. But like we keep saying, only time will tell. I think that's been the... The main point of this podcast the whole year, only time will tell. I mean, honestly, though, like I'm not blaming COVID, but I just feel like literally like because of all this starting, like my entire like life motto, just like, nah, like eventually, like who knows? Maybe (laughs) I'm like, maybe in three years from now, like no biggie. Yeah. Oh, it's tough. It's weird how uh, that uncertainty has been kind of the pinpoint of our lives this past year almost two years and i think it's like bad how comfortable like i feel like i've gotten with just being like yeah yeah i feel like that's everyone right now though yeah like i'm weirdly comfortable with like how like up everything is oh sorry benjamin i'm so weirdly comfortable with it i'm like yeah you know like (laughs) Yeah, it'll get better we just gotta yeah, like let me just giggle about it like can it get any worse i'm like mm-hmm. <laughs> probably not <laughs> but then it always does you know i'm like oh it can't get any worse and like this happens <laughs> i'm like you know what maybe it can like yeah but it'll, it has to get better right maybe <laughs> time will tell <laughs> time will tell can't wait to tell my children i was like yeah there's like five years of my life i just suppressed and i like, don't remember that <laughs> i'm like they didn't get better <laughs> No, it never got better. No, I'm like, but I hoped. I know. I'm like, but I thought it might. Oh, is this the article you're talking about? Yeah, I'm reading it right now, quick. Oh, yeah. I Um, think to sum it up, I I think he basically like locked people in retirement homes and the virus was just able to spread around quickly. And no, I don't. I've been reading a little bit. Apparent, I think it's more that they've undercounted the amount of deaths in nursing homes as much as 50%. Well, as, those deaths happen from somewhere. And I think it was his policy locking them in the retirement home, you know? But then there's also articles um, saying that none of these places with a lot of deaths have had any of their licenses taken away. I don't, there's something bigger to this than what is actually here. And I. Wait, what happened? What 15,000 elderly people are dead in New York and people want to know why. Basically. Oh. And a lot of people are pointing the blame at the governor, which I... He knew that they had COVID and then made everybody stay in there even if they didn't have it. Is that like what the thing was? That's one of the arguments. I think like, I don't think he like knew they had COVID in the retirement homes, but I don't think he let them leave. I think they were just allowed to basically create a cesspool in the retirement homes and it just hopped around like crazy. Right. I mean, unfortunately though, like I don't think it's just New York that had that issue. Mm -hmm. Um, 
granted that's a huge number, but also think of the population in New York. I mean, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not by any means saying it's okay. But I knew New Hampshire, like most of our cases, at least over the summer, because like our cases were like pretty low for a while. The cases we did have this summer were all like pretty much nursing home based for the most part. And like, I know it's like, it's not okay, but like you think about it and like, obviously at during the summer, they must've had certain floors dedicated to patients with COVID, but also where are you supposed to move the people that are healthy then? If the hospitals are full, if the hospitals are full, where the are you supposed to put them? I'm not saying it's okay. I just like, it's a bigger issue. Like where were they supposed to go? Mm -hmm. It's hard. It's I'm not. Yeah. Uh, I like, can't even imagine. And like, granted, I, I understand people's frustration with this. And like, I would be frustrated if I was like affected, like personally, I would be angry too. But at the same time, like you have to think about it. And it's just like nursing homes all over the country experience the same. I'm not saying it's okay, but it's like, what do you do? What do you do with them? Like, what do you do though? They're in that range of like risk, high risk, high death risk. They're already there. And it's just like, if one person's sick, it's just like, it's going to spread. That's what it does. Like, I don't know. I don't. I know what you're saying, Molly, but I, I think there's more to this story than this is because I've now read three different articles, uh, New York Post, um, CNN, and then uh, just the Google information. They're all bringing up different pieces of information. This uh, New York Post article is talking about um, infection control inspections in nursing homes. Um, that the uh, Department of Health did. And the odd, apparently there were 170 violations that were issued. Uh, what were the violations? Like, I'm just, like, what violations? Like, what were they on? Oh. Doesn't say. Um, the weird part is, is none of these, I think there's more to this story than what's actually here because of the three articles I've read. They seem very vague. It's like, okay, oh, yeah. violation, but like for what? Like, I'm sorry, but I don't know. Well, it's not. Codes. Like I need to know, you know. It, it's not that. It's none of the articles are talking about the exact same thing. Yeah. That's no the weird part. Like, I'm, here's a, t- here, uh, uh, I admitted that data was withheld from. Is it just because he didn't share all of the data? That's what this article seems to be upset about. Okay. All these articles are all over the place, man. They're everywhere. Okay, we've got two articles now. That's somewhat consistent. New York Times and Politico. Okay. Republicans demanded his impeachment. I just giggle at that. It's just so f***ing ironic. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you you say that, though, but it's when one person on one side says something, they want that person gone. When someone on the other side says something, they want that person gone. No, I know. It's They're- just so ironic that it's just like, oh, God. <laughs> Me, oh, God. I could get into oh, this God. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> well, guys, I think this is another case of only time will tell. Uh, we may see <laughs> this governor doing something in the future. We might not. Who knows? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'll- I do know for this, in the two days that this story has been coming out, no 
Place has reported the exact same story. CNN, New York Times, and Politico have now given us three different stories on the exact same topic. And I don't know it's true. Um, Because look, even so, New York Post uh, has a different headline than all of these other ones, than all the other ones that are bringing up. It's, I don't know. You, you know what? Maybe this is a topic we revisit here in a few weeks because it's so met. This topic is so screwed that we just need more time. We need more information out. for sure. It's definitely like messy. I mean, it will be interesting to see like what point they're all trying to get at. Because like you said, they're literally all over the place. Like, I don't even know like what point they're necessarily trying to prove. Like, what's your thesis? I know. It's like the only the only the only agreements I'm seeing is they have Como in it. There's something with allegations and it's with nursing homes. Yep. That's the only three pieces that are all consistent. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like he seemed to take it very seriously. And like, I'm not saying anybody's perfect, but can you imagine being in his shoes in New York, one of the states with like the largest population pandemic rolls out? I'm sorry, but like he watched like thousands and thousands of his people die. I definitely do not think he did anything on purpose. Uh, well, maybe. I, wouldn't, gonna... I wouldn't count it out. He did seem like a sleazeball. Oh my gosh, Mason. <laughs> Honestly, I'm hot take if you want, but I feel like I feel like I have a good sense, a decent. I shouldn't say good. I don't know a, a decent sense of people. You know, I can tell someone who's a good person, like you guys, and someone who's not. And I, I feel like he has some sleaze side to him. I mean, I um, think all politicians do. I will give you that. But yeah. I, there's if all- he has any sort of heart, I can't imagine him watching that many of like his. I say his people. I don't know if that's the yeah, right. His people, um, New Yorkers, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. die and like hospitals getting overrun. And like, I mean, you saw all those videos of like people just like body bags. And I just can't imagine that he would have done anything on purpose, if anything. I mean, how do you handle a pandemic? I think the the reason why people are so pissed off though is that, you know, it is hard. That's a hard decision to make. It's all those decisions. This whole pandemic has been hard, but he went on like media outlets toting that he's doing such a great job True. and p- numbers are coming out that he didn't do such, such a great job, you know, and that's why people are mad. I do understand that. It's like, don't say that you're doing great if you're not doing great, you know? Yeah. So I understand that part of it. And it's like, don't lie about your numbers then. But mm-hmm. I also think a lot of the data was skewed at the beginning of this too. Oh, so nobody. I- the thing with the data, like this data is the messiest data we've ever seen different states with different numbers different ways they number different countries with different numbers and ways they number it's there's no consistency and it's it's right. terrible what i don't understand is yes i get that we each state is its own thing but if for a situation like this why not have a national line of what is and isn't so that Just way we are the government the federal right. government's terrible because yeah. look at how many times they've deviated on everything. And now look at the CDC. I don't know if you guys knew this, but the CDC published guide, new guidelines for going back to school. And more people are confused about these guidelines than they were before after the CDC has kept changing this. I mean, I, I think it's just I, tough because, I mean, at the beginning of all of this, it was like COVID stays on your clothes. COVID stays on every surface. For like for- two weeks. 
literally and like that was at the beginning and then it was like mm, it might not stick to surfaces as much as we thought and then it was like well how is it really being transmitted we aren't 100 percent sure and then it went from like you need to spend at least two weeks quarantine to oh, seven to ten days and so like granted well the, the symptoms were symptoms of like every disease you know nauseous yeah, headache whatever the only things that really differentiated COVID from other diseases was the loss of smell and taste. I think that's, if you knew you had loss of smell and taste, that was pretty much a sure sign you might have COVID. And everyone that I know that has gotten it at this point said like the only reason why they thought that they had or gotten tested is because they lost their smell and taste. It was yeah. never like, oh, I had a runny nose. So I went and got tested. Like yeah. a few weeks ago, I had it like killer migraine and i immediately thought i had covid i did not i got tested and i was like mom i think i have it and she's like it's a headache and i'm like the list of symptoms <laughs> i'm like I maybe know. i'm asymptomatic and it's just my head pounding like i don't know it's just really out of the blue and I yeah like, that was oh, another God. scary phase you know it was asymptomatic for two weeks yet you can still transmit it like I remember at the beginning, I was in North Dakota and I would go grocery shopping once every two weeks because I was scared like to go in public and possibly like spread it to somebody. And I was convinced I had it for like three months straight. It's all just been terrible. Oh, the anxiety. I was like, my chest hurt from anxiety, but I'd be like, guys, it's COVID. <laughs> like, no, Molly, it's just because you're overthinking. Okay. But speaking of this at how, at how we went like that and we were we got super cautious and super careful how long after this is all over are we going to be able to be as relaxed as we were i think some people are already ago? done with it you know i've seen lots of people i've seen a lot of people done, done with, with it, it but i mean at once once you aren't literally seeing on google when you type in anything um the covid-19 alerts or all these that health emergencies or when when you when all that is over how long before you aren't like oh i gotta be worried about going into a into a store or or uh we have to be careful here how how long do you think for the people who have been following all the guidelines um staying uh staying home going in as little as they need how long do you think they're gonna take i mean they'll take until they get vaccinated to be honest I, I honestly think this is going to stay with our generation forever. I feel like we're always going to have some some sense of caution. When like, we how am I ever going supposed to go to a bar again? Yeah. Like, I, I, well, no, I'm like, don't f***ing touch me. I'm like, stay the f*** away from me. Like, I wear a mask and I'm so happy. Like, I don't have to put makeup on. I'm like, you can't see my face. And now I think I like, oh my gosh, when I like talk to people in stores or like I hear something like because I'm eavesdropping because that's just how I am. Like my mouth is like open. Sometimes I'm like, what the? <laughs> like people are then going to see my mouth and like my facial expressions and be like, this girl's a bitch, like a raging bitch. Because I'm always like, but like no one can see I'm like smirking and <laughs> but I'm like, oh God, like mask coming off. Like, I, I think it's going to stay with us forever. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think COVID's going to be a little event in history. I think this is uh, one of the bigger ones that will probably be with us the rest of our lives. Yeah, I, and I, I think it, it's, I was reading somewhere, it's something that we're just going to have to learn to live with it. Like, it's never really going to go away. And you wonder how long before you have to keep seeing, you have to have a mask on to enter certain establishments or, um, 
you have to do you have to do this it's like you you if you if we look back it all started to go downhill around march 13th yeah i was home for spring break i'll never forget the the ironic part of that was that was a friday the 13th (laughs) ben are you on to (laughs) something who knows I, I, i don't know i it was just weird at how that Friday the 13th, 2020 of March, every, you would have thought the entire world went, was falling apart at that moment. What I'm kind of curious to see with everyone, this is kind of off topic, and I apologize for that, but with everyone wearing masks and everything, I'm kind of worried that we're going to start being susceptible to other diseases since we haven't been you know, exposed to other diseases enough. You know, remember playing in the dirt strengthens your immune system because you're exposed to all these diseases. You fight them off. You get stronger. I don't know. Do you guys think we're getting weaker if we keep the masks on? No. And I say this because my mom is a f***ing clean freak. Mom, if you listen to this, love you. But my mom grew up washing my groceries when I bring them inside. So she was f***ing prepped and ready for COVID. I will never forget. I got home and she's like, remember all those times you told me I was weird for washing my groceries? Look at me now. And I'll give it to her. She was like ready for this. I will say, so I was very, like my house has literally always been like spotless, no dust, nothing. I would go to school every year and get so freaking sick like middle school high school my first semester at college I literally like died and I think I like came back from the dead I had like a viral strand of strep throat on top of like 20 sinus infections bronchitis pneumonia like I missed my finals because I was like coughing up blood this is way too TMI but like my basically a petri dish molly yes like I had so much crap but i will say you know at any point in time whether the kid is four whether you're 20 like me like you're gonna be exposed to whatever at some point in time and like maybe after all of this is said and done and like after the masks are like finally like off and like we don't have to wear them are people going to get sick yes but i don't think it's going to be like deathly ill Because, I mean, like, I was never exposed to, like, very normal things to have. And, like, I still fought them off way later in life when I should have, like, gotten all that stuff when I was, like, a teenager. You know? I guess we'll have to see how long the masks last. Maybe if they last for years, I don't think they will. But I I don't know. I can see us getting a little weaker to some diseases. I don't. I I see, like... To, if we if if one thing's gonna happen, I think th- we may see the end of the common cold. No. I was gonna but say, what I if we get the common cold again? You know, and we're not as strong. Are we I, ever have strong? You, have, have you ever seen Futurama? Sorry, this no. is. But all right, so they. I'll give you guys a little. You know, long story short. Okay. In Futurama. They eradicated the common cold. Okay. But Fry, the main character, basically. He gets uh, frozen and he goes to the future. That's kind of the whole story of Futurama. And he brings the common cold with them. So these people who've eradicated the common cold for like hundreds of years now get the common cold. And it's a, it's a mass pandemic. 
So that's that's kind of where my thought is. Like, what if we we basically get rid of the common cold, but someone else still has it somewhere else in the world, and then it's a whole another pandemic with a simple disease. Well, it, it may not. Let me rephrase it. It may not eradicate it. It may just not be as strong as it used to be. Because how is how is the common cold usually transferred in classrooms? And we haven't truly. No one's been in a classroom for a year. And it, the way it travels is currently the cold. It's sitting in the northern hemisphere, and then once it goes to our summer, it goes southern hemisphere, which is their winter. So there could just be this weird gap where it doesn't transfer as much or we just don't see it as much as we did before maybe it's not eradicated but it's just it's still there it's just not as strong i also think that we have plenty of research on the common cold that if it were to come back i don't think it would cause a pandemic oh no that was all hypothetical i don't uh, think i was like well, honestly Mason, i don't I think, think the common cold is going to kill us but i'm, like, I'm just you're worried about other the diseases has me worried for you no no that's all I, hypothetical i'm sure we'll be fine i'm just saying what if I understand that. If anything, I think this entire thing has made maybe when you do feel sick and you're going in public, just throw a freaking mask on. Mm-hmm. And then maybe that way, like things will spread less because like, oh, I have a freaking runny nose today. Like, yeah, I'm just going to run to the grocery store in my mask because that's normal. Well, yeah. it's it's the Japanese and Korean people have been doing this for years. Mm-hmm. I will say that like I've traveled a lot and I've always like noticed that and i've always been like hmm i wonder yeah, why and now it's kind of weird that it was taboo here you know like nobody wore a mask when no, they were sick right but like other places that's normal and so now i'm like hmm, maybe if we just like did that like more often maybe like i feel like that has to do a lot with population density though because like that's that Japan, you're basically shoulder to shoulder so you kind of have to wear masks but here we have a lot of room i'm yeah. sure people will start hopping on that though why not? You know, they've, they've got nothing to lose, everything to gain. Right. I mean, I honestly think in bigger cities that like just might start to be the norm, like New York and like LA and. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Why? Okay. Not? But, but going off that for context, um, Japan has had 416,000 cases, 6,966 people have died. So not that's not that bad. South Korea is eighty three thousand people with fifteen hundred people with fifteen hundred people have died. Compare that to the mighty U.S. Twenty seven point seven million cases and four hundred eighty five thousand deaths. Yeah, but we still don't know the consistent data. You know, we may be reporting stuff that's different than them. Mason's still out here like it's well I'm sure lots of people have died from it here (laughs) but I'm I'm just saying we can't trust all the data none of it's consistent no I I do agree that the data is skewed but you also look at places such as those that you mentioned that like actually were able to go into full lockdown and they were able to stop it when it started and then you look at what we did yeah yeah how's Sweden doing didn't Sweden lift for Did they not do anything or did they yeah, actually- they, they haven't done much at all. No, they I saw on TikTok today, so I don't know how accurate any of this is. So New Zealand ended up having three COVID cases and now have shut back down for two weeks. Like yeah. uh, was it two weeks? I thought it was three days. 
Oh, I thought they were shutting down for two weeks. I knew they were shutting down because they had the whopping three cases. Imagine that. Think if we only had three cases. That's what I'm saying. And they just shut everything down to like be like proactive about it. Well, Australia is in that and doing the same boat. They've just shut the entire the continent down. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, So Sweden has had 108,000. Sorry. 608,000 cases with 12,000 deaths. Um, Their seven day average is around for looks like around 3000 cases a day for the last um, 14 days. Oh, so, you know, they're not doing too well. Um, They're not doing terrible either. Nope. They are not doing terrible. It's kind of weird to see that's, you know, we have two honestly like complete polar differences, mass lockdown restrictions, no lockdown restrictions. And they, it's weird that they're doing somewhat similar, you know, and then us in the middle and we're doing the worst. It's weird. It is crazy. Going back to when this all started, I thought India was India. Um, How is India doing with all of this? I'm sorry. I hate um, to you off. They have 10.9 million cases with only 156,000 dead. Don't trust the numbers. <laughs> I would. I would. Like, but the numbers are wrong. <laughs> I would. I would have thought like India, Brazil, um, some of the bigger countries with dense population and not great health health care would have been some of the ones with the higher numbers. Not okay. You traditionally think of the U.S. a big country, great health care, a great health system. I definitely maybe they cared more in India and Brazil. Since they don't have great health care, maybe they are. I, I don't know. I did. I'd, um, if we wanted a great country without many, we could just go to the Isle of Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, their average cases for the last 14 days are two. Okay. Hmm. I'm just going to get my own private island. Mark literally. my words. <laughs> uh, we'll see. <laughs> He's like, maybe, guys, maybe. Maybe, maybe. All right. Speaking of the COVID cases and all the deaths, uh, I know lots of people blame it on Donnie Trump. Uh, say what you will about it. He, uh, we just went past this. Is this his third, fourth impeachment trial? Third? Second. Well, we had one before that didn't work. The second one went through. No, he's only been third. He was impeached twice with two trials. Okay. Well, yeah, whatever it is. Um, he's the... What a president to set records. Am I, am I right? Yeah. Yeah. Most impeached president. Nice. Um, <laughs> but he's been acquitted in this most recent one. Uh, maybe that'll be the end of it. I'm sure it won't be. People love hating Trump. And there's plenty of reason to hate the man. So I'm sure we'll see some more court room stuff. I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, I, to be honest, I... I thought Mitch McConnell has the greatest argument. The president can't be impeached because he's not in office, but he deserves to at least go to trial for the charges that were placed against him as a just as a person. Because since he's out of office, he can he can have charges filed against him for it. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think the impeachment. Whether he got acquitted or not wasn't the thing. It's I, I still think that he need. There has to be some sort of, sort of penalty or uh, charge that's faced against him because if he does get end up 
in the in the end, who knows what's going to happen with all the trials coming up, actually just being just getting like a slap on the wrist for this, then what does that mean for other people to maybe do this again? Um, well, I think the people who partook in the Capitol riot are definitely getting more than a slap in the wrist. So I don't I don't think they're going to be looking to do it again anytime soon, considering a lot of them are locked up for 10 years now. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I Trump definitely tweeted some stuff and I don't agree with it, but I don't think he was the mastermind, let alone. I don't think he has the capability to be the mastermind behind this. And I don't know. His speech that he gave right before it all happened. There's a lot of key words that people have found out that he used for uh, that. This probably was a planned thing that he may have had assistance in that we just don't know about. So that sounds a whole lot like conspiracy to me, man. I don't know. I will say, I think one of the most interesting things about Donald Trump and hopefully something I'm able to study when I get to grad school um, is his rhetoric. I am very, very interested to look into all of his speeches because he talks to the audience in which follows him, which is typically people that are, um, oh, this is going to sound so bitchy. Usually typically people that are undereducated and don't bother looking into facts of things. Not all of them, but those are the people that I think did do what happened at the Capitol. I think it was like the worst of the worst that could have possibly been following him. And so I wonder just because of how he has talked in the past, I don't think he did it on purpose. I just think the people that listen to him and take everything he says as like, yes, that is so accurate are the ones that then took the words, twisted them, did what they did. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think that's me also, like, I'm not by any means a supporter of Donald Trump. I never have been really don't like the man. However, I don't think that he would have ever purposely caused harm to anyone in the Capitol building. And maybe that's just me like hoping for the best and like trying to like find the best in him. But I just think it's the people that take everything he says as like, that is it. That's exactly what he wanted. He said it. He wanted this to try and convince themselves that like their actions had a purpose when they didn't. Yeah, I fully agree with you. I, you know, say what you will about Donnie Trump. I, I don't think he hates America. I, I think he does have a strong love for the U.S. So I, I don't think he wanted anyone killed that day or ever. But I, there are a lot of people that blindly follow him and take everything he says as undeniable truths. No. Yes. And I agree with you on that. I don't think he ever would have purposely caused harm to the U S or to the people that, I mean, pretty much do work for him. I mean, Mm -hmm. colleagues of some sort. And I just think it's the people that he like originally got as his following that take everything he says as, Oh yes, that's yes. A hundred percent. That's exactly that. And only that. (laughs) No, exactly. And I think that those are the people that did that. And those are the people that are going to say, well, he incited it. He, he asked for it by saying this, this, and this. And it's like, well, did he, or are you just twisting his words because you want to be like the best follower you could possibly be? And I feel like that happens with anyone in multiple different situations. So I don't know. One positive from this. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been seeing it, but, uh, it really shows their intelligence. Um, 
the Capitol riders like posting on social media that they were there, like the ones taking like private jets or even just like pictures in front of it. I've been seeing a lot of stories of these people getting caught up. Well, I saw one story, uh, this girl's on a dating app or something, Bumble, something of the sort. The dude had in his description that he was at the riots and had a picture of it and she reported him. Like, that's Darwinism at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. There's Honestly, asking- I probably would have done that too, to be honest. I would have like oh, contacted the FBI Facebook page and been like, yo, he was there. <laughs> why wouldn't you, you know? Like, why why would you put that on social media? Why would you ever put that on your like dating like app? Why? Yeah, I I don't know. It's Oh, that's it's tough. wild it's Honestly, wild that girl is a badass i'm proud of her <laughs> i mean i would have done the same but wow uh, it's wild all right we got some more news across the u.s though we got texas i don't know if you guys saw um governor abbott i think that's his last name abbott right declared a state of emergency for texas because of a snowstorm or a disaster he might have declared disaster but yeah they're out of they had power outages everything kind of wild okay the power outages were due to their heat not being texas we usually think of a place not that doesn't get much snow um Mm -hmm. and with this massive storm there was that 130 131 car pile up on the freeway uh, which we'll get to in a second but they're having power outages because their heaters for the for the houses aren't built well um they so, hardly have to use them, I'm guessing. Right. Yeah. And they're having, from what I'm understanding, I don't know all the facts, but, um, well, I could just look it up. I, uh, I'll take a guess, a shot in the dark. I'm guessing that uh, you know, like, they may have old heaters and they're all switching them on. Short circuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can see that happening. Dude, there was some person on TikTok today that I saw it and they were like, how do you guys do this? And this bitch, <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> this woman was putting water on her icy windshield to try and melt the ice off of it. I'm like, you f***ing moron. Like, what are you doing? I, you know, I haven't seen those videos of people taking warm water in bags and doing that. It wasn't warm water, Mason. She was like just dumping a bucket of water on it. I'm like, there's not even any steam. Like, what are you doing? If it was warm water, that would have cracked the windshield. Oh, is that not what they use in the cloth? You're not. If you do cold glass with warm water, the glass doesn't like that. It breaks. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's it's, it's the shock and temperature. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, mean, I just scrape mine like a normal person. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. she's like, how do you do this? And just like dumped water on her frozen windshield. I was like, probably not like that, but like that's the worst way you could probably do it. <laughs> no, I'm like, isn't that just gonna freeze more? Like mm-hmm. um, okay, I've got the story now. So they're having rolling uh power outages to conserve electricity during the cold because they have record demand on their grid. Um they say uh, residents are were, are told to lose power for anywhere between 15 to 45 minutes during the rotating outage. So could you imagine right now being in, I, I, I actually don't know what temperature they're in down there. I'm sure it's not anything like us. Okay. Dallas right now is 15 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, and they're expecting two to six inches of snow. So if we think about that, that's pretty cold when we think of Dallas being a very warm state. So I bet 
Their insulation's great for um, keeping the heat out, but not great at keeping the heat in as for like in summer. Um, I bet. And with this record, well, what surprised me with this record electrical spike is wouldn't they have this in summer when everyone's running their air conditioners? They might have just been more prepared for that. I'm just, I'm sure they're just not prepared for a snowstorm and that caught I, them off guard. I don't I, know. I know those people are probably like blaring their heat at 82 because they're just not used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I they're, mean? Like, yeah. Huh. I'm sure they're not keeping it a nice 68. Like I, I know keep. my house is at like 62. I'm like, as long as the pipes don't freeze and they're over here, like turn it to 85. Like it's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I bet they're doing heat space heaters, everything they can. Honestly, do. you're probably right. They probably went out and they were like, I need anything that will keep me warm. Yeah. Space heaters take up a lot too. like, Oh yeah. If you yeah, a space them, heater like, is like 1500 like- Watts. Yeah, that's a lot. I remember I used to like, what is it? You have to like flip the switch on the breaker. Oh, the breaker. You yeah. Your breaker. Well, if I you. that all the time, like plugged in the same one that like my kitchen is on. As soon as you plug it in there, everything goes out because you got like your microwave. And I'm like, nah, I didn't know. <laughs> my mom's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm cold. <laughs> Just like get a blanket. <laughs> Put on your yeah, but- jacket. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I bet these guys are probably used to having their houses like 70, 80 degrees in their right. like, like, fridge at 66. Like winter clothes to like keep them warm inside. They're probably like, where's my jacket? I don't own one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty wild. The pile up there, though, that's that's a whole nother story. Um, Molly, did you see that at all? No. I think six people died. Holy. Maybe more. Holy moly. Well, yeah. also think about it. And these people don't even know how to drive in the fucking snow. Well, it was the, more ice. Yeah, it was icy. I, I know at one point, a uh, FedEx or some mail carrier truck came into the mix as well. And hmm. that's not good in a pileup. No, and I think the worst part is, is like with ice, probably too. They probably like aren't used to like seeing it. So, and they aren't used to like how to drive with it. Like I will say after moving back here from North Dakota, I am so used to driving with ice on the road because North Dakota is literally a sheet of ice because like there's no sand or salt. So like literally you don't even see pavement until like freaking March or April. So like, I'm so used to like just driving slow and like expecting ice to be there. But like, if you've never really like, seen that or had to deal with ice like they're probably like, <laughs> like whatever going like 70 on the highway try to slam their brakes on them they can't stop and they're probably like oh shit. holy moly is that for real right i read some stories of the people who were involved and like people were rushing out of cars to like help people that just crashed and like more people were crashing as they were trying to help them like it seemed just terrible it's like those videos of like buses, like in Canada, where they like try to stop as they're going down a hill, but it's just like ice and they just take out everything. I mean, Grace, it's not nearly as bad as I think these like this is, but holy. What the Dude, f- are literally on top of each other? That's what I'm saying. Like, and most of them are trucks too, which is like the worst part. Like, you think that you would have slowed the f- down, like tractor trailers. Oh my God, that's insanity hard to slow that much weight I mean, especially on ice too, but like you think that you would have been driving a little bit slower also like how do you not see that from far away i'm sorry um they had sheet ice what's that ice on the 
on the street. Holy. Uh, here's what I'm okay. sure they tried stopping even. Yeah. Look how far away he is. He still can't yeah. stop. This guy's a long ways away. And. Oh, oh my. Oh my God. Oh my God. The worst part is though, that guy. They're just still. And Molly, if you look, they're just still going. I know. Whoa. It's everyone behind him and like in front of him. But like, if you're in a tractor trailer, like odds are that guy's like totally fine right now. Oh yeah. Like, that guy's fine in the cab. Right. Oh yeah. But it's like literally everyone else, like in front of you and behind you that's probably like right now no and it's nighttime there uh it's just everything well, that could well, go wrong here, the, looks like it did <laughs> oh my god <laughs> me oh my god oh and they just keep piling in and there's nothing you can do it's like as soon i bet these guys they don't know how to drive on ice so they just think oh we'll just smash the brake pedal and that's all I got to say, you know, those people aren't having a good day and whoever their insurance provider is, is not having a good day as well. That's Who's a lot to of blame for it. Uh, no one. I mean, no. it's hard. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not. Gee, anyone, oh, holy. F Sorry. All right. I can't watch that anymore. No, oh. I'm, like, I'm just so upset. I'm just so upset because like. That car flipped. That's what I'm saying. Like that guy was going like super fast. Like, did you even attempt to slow down? I mean, maybe you did. I just don't think they're handled for these harsh environments. Well, I was actually looking um, their climatology reports. Um, their average low temperature is anywhere between 37, 39 degrees Fahrenheit. Is it getting lower as the years go by? I'm wondering if, you know. I don't know if it's getting colder, but um, their all-time record was in was apparently was negative eight degrees in 1899. Okay. I'm so, just wondering if uh, climate change is having an effect on this, you know, because we don't well, really see winter storms in Texas. So, well, their average, their, their daytime high is 65. Hmm. So I, I, I don't know. I, I just think this is a fluke thing. This 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 whole storm that came across is really weird. I don't know if you know this, but Grand Forks is by it's bypassed North Dakota the entire time. That's hmm. nice. I'm pretty sure we're getting this storm starting Thursday, probably. Yeah, you're getting it, and it's pretty gnarly. <laughs> gnarly, he says. Yeah. I <laughs> um. But uh. My laptop charger literally burning a hole. Sorry, bed. It's so hot. Like the little box. Mm -hmm. Um, my leg on it. I'm like, what the f is so hot in my bed right now? And I'm like, oh, it's your personal bed heater. I know. Yeah. I actually yeah. have one of those. It's so nice. You should put some socks on it. So, in a time of uncertainty, you know, we we were not very certain about how sick Donald Trump was with COVID either. Um, there have been reports that he was actually sicker than the public knew. What do you guys think? What if he would have died? Would that, uh, you know, for his story, that wouldn't have played so well. Considering well, he's be dead, okay. but also well, he doesn't like COVID. So ironic. I'm really happy that he didn't die because I don't wish that upon anyone. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised at all if he tried to cover up how bad he was sick. I'm not surprised by that. And I think mainly because. Hmm. Hmm. This is going to be a biased answer. Um, I feel like he did it to be like, oh, it wasn't that bad. 
Like, I, I mean, I'm in the risk category and I came out fine. Yeah. Also, like we, we as in like normal people don't have the same privileges to have like the world's best doctors at our um, disposal, like disposable, disposal, disposal, disposable, disposable, disposable. That we don't have the best doctors at our hands, but you also got to think though, he, he basically acted like it was nothing. Right. And I mean, I think that on his move, that was a smart political move because I feel like if he was, I think it went with his entire narrative with like how he dealt with all of it. And like, if he were to then come on. And be like, this is terrible. Then it wouldn't even fit his agenda. Exactly. And I think the entire time he's, like how he approached it, he went about it a certain way. And he's way too like prideful to be like, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Where I yeah. think any other president, if they went about it the way he did, ended up getting COVID and it turned out wrong. I genuinely think there would have been other presidents that were like, you know what? No, like I, f-. but knowing Donald Trump and how he handles things, I don't think that he ever will admit or would have admitted that he handles it incorrectly. Yeah, he'll, he, he'll never admit it. And- you look at when Boris Johnson got it at he he basically publicly said that this is the worst thing I believe he well it, it's like it he was like this is the worst thing that I've had and we we need to make sure that no one can get it but you also got to think about it these high end these very high officials in two major countries both got it mm-hmm. you would think they'd be test they'd be screening people and doing stuff to prevent this from happening but I don't know this article that's out there coming saying that claiming we will never know if what the actual information was that his uh, blood oxygen level dipped into the eighties, um, which in a hospital under normal conditions, if you were in a hospital and you were just, and just in there, they're worried when your oxygen level gets to 96. So he is pretty low. 96% and the uh, and hospitals would be panicking under under if we were if 5 years ago your your oxygen level was under 96% they'd be worried and he got into the 80s. Hmm. Yeah, I think it just played to his agenda. He didn't want to seem like a wussy when he was touting right. that it's not that big of a deal. I think Boris Johnson played it well, you know. He he admitted that it was not something to shrug off, you know, and for being a Trump lookalike and actually pretty similar with their policies and agendas, I think Boris Johnson was much more genuine as a leader. Um, well, and you know, the, the ironic, they both came from New York. Boris did? Yeah. Really? He was not native to, um, he was not a UK citizen. He was actually born in New York in like uh, Queens or something, I believe. I bet he had dual. There's no way. He 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 applied for citizenship. He had to apply for UK, UK citizenship. citizenship. Really? Yep. He was well, with like U.S. You know, if you're born in like born in New York Africa, City, you still get U.S. If you're U.S. parents. Nope he he got you he got U.K. citizenship. Huh? I, their election process must be different because I don't think if you get U.S. citizenship, you can just go for president. Don't you have to be natural born? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, maybe it's different because he's not president. He's prime minister, right? He's still the, I, I don't know. I'm not into, 
I don't know how any of that works. <laughs> I don't know either. Don't yeah, know. we'd have to do some more research on that one. <laughs> Me, you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. What I do know is that Chris Harrison's off The Bachelor. What do you think of that, Molly? Ooh, <laughs> I've been waiting all day to talk about this. <laughs> I am a huge fan of Bachelor Nation, even though it's literally the most ridiculous show you could watch. And I stand by that. So what happened? Here's the tea. Um, They wanted to add more diversity to the cast. So they um, not hired. What's the correct term I'm looking for? Casted. Yes. Casted their first um, Black Bachelor um, and had the most diverse cast of women. Um ever in history, according to The Bachelor. Um, so what happened was after the first night, there was this girl or contestant, excuse me, sorry, named Rachel. And some girl on TikTok literally took a video of her like talking to Matt James, who is The Bachelor, and was like, do you remember when you bullied me in high school for like having a black boyfriend? And I mean, it's TikTok. I don't know, but that's kind of like where it started. So then people started like looking into her past because they were like, ooh, scandalous. Um, So what happened with this contestant, Rachel, is um, she is known for like cultural appropriation with like Halloween costumes and going to parties. And the biggest thing is she went to like a plantation themed Southern frat party Anyway, what happened is um, Rachel Lindsay, who was, I think she was the first Black Bachelorette a few years ago, has like a talk show and Chris Harrison was on and she brought up this contestant, Rachel, to Chris Harrison. And he was like, said something along the lines of just because it's not a good look in 2021 doesn't mean it wasn't a good look in 2018. And called Rachel Lindsay the woke police and was like, I don't think that you should be saying like all this stuff about her. And Rachel Lindsay has been like an advocate the entire time for like more diversity on The Bachelor and like Bachelorette. And she is very much like that's like, why are you saying that? And has brought up a lot of issues like with race and just like in life in general. Um, Anyway, she like has a podcast too. And I believe after she went on her podcast and was pretty much like, he wouldn't even like, let me talk. And he wouldn't, he was just like going on and on about all of this stuff and like being very defensive. And Rachel hadn't put out a statement yet. So Rachel Lindsay then like went on her podcast and was like, yeah, Chris Harrison, like wouldn't even like, let me speak or like get my two cents in. So it is what it is. Um, Rachel, hold on. I'm finding her thing. Um, actually put out like an apology that was I thought was very like well written um and she admitted that she was wrong and she admitted to like the things that she had done and she was like um she said Rachel progress and unity are impossible without white accountability and I deserve to be held accountable for my actions I will never grow unless I recognize what I have done is wrong I don't think one apology means that I deserve your forgiveness but rather I hope I can earn your forgiveness through my future actions so for me I thought her apology was really well written um but the thing with the whole um Chris Harrison issue is after he went on that interview, he didn't necessarily apologize right away. And everyone in Bachelor Nation, like all past contestants saw it and started like writing these things. Like we do not stand by what was stated today. 
like by Chris Harrison and like all of this stuff. And then Chris Harrison ended up putting out an apology, but I mean, he was like already in way too deep. You know what I mean? So honestly, to me, this sounds like a whole lot of drama that uh, some people are very infatuated with and I am not one of them. Yeah. Mason, it just, yeah, it's, I mean, it's Bachelor Nation. I mean, what he said and like how he said it yeah. was f-ed. like, if you could find That's terrible, interview, if you could literally find this interview and like listen to the tone and how he was saying it. And it was like, who the f- do you think you are, Chris Harrison? Like, I'm sorry. Like I watched it and like my mouth was open. I was like being like um in your um profession i don't know like reality tv and like being such a known face you think that like you would be more um what's the word smart with your words i don't know smart with your words and just more educated on the entire f- issue of like race especially after everything that's happened within the past year I mean, I think I've learned way more about race and like all of the issues and like the inequality in the past year, just from everything that's happened. And you would think that someone in his like profession, someone that is so well known would have educated himself before saying half he said, I'm like, you're just an idiot. Like, you can't tell me that he didn't watch that back and was like, oh, like he must have. It was. I don't, I don't, I don't get those people that like defend blackface and stuff like that just by saying, you know, people did it back then. Like, obviously, you knew that's not really okay to put on blackface and dress as a plantation owner. Like, that didn't spin your moral compass at all. I don't know. People. The worst part is him being like, just because it's not a good look in 2021 doesn't mean it wasn't a good look in 2018. I'm like, Like, bitch, that was like two years ago. Yeah, what (laughs) is that? I'm like, that was never a good look. Like, And I guess like the worst part is like people that were digging were like, it was like a sorority party that was supposed to be canceled, but the girls went through and did it anyway. So they were like dressed as like Southern bells, like at a plantation. I don't fuck. Like, I really genuinely don't know all the details, but like the sorority said, like, we're like, you cannot have that party, but the sorority went ahead and like did it anyway, which was also like a huge issue. You know what I mean? And just like, so they like went ahead and did it anyway. And it's like, Chris, like, why are you even defending her? Like, I would have been like, I honestly have no comment on that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, why you couldn't have said that instead of like trying to defend her for no reason. Cause the show's still going on. I guess there are rumors going around that she is like who he ends up with or he proposes to her. I don't really know. And like, maybe that's why he got so defensive about it. I don't know. But I'm like, dude, it's I never a good luck. <laughs> like, racism is never a good luck. Please stop. Yeah, we we do know that he he will not be hosting the after the final rose ceremony. So I just think it'll be interesting to see who they pull on. And not that I watch the show for Chris Harrison, but like he's been there the entire time. It's kind of like he makes the show the show besides the people. Yeah, so I bet that they're probably going to hire someone like within the franchise to take his spot. A previous Bachelor or something, maybe? Well, yeah, because they've been having a lot, at least the past like two seasons because of COVID. They've been having like a lot of like guest stars come on and like kind of like help with his job just to make things more interesting because they like can't travel as much because they're like stuck in like one spot pretty much. Um, so I'm wondering if they're like right now trying to find like an old bachelor that would be like willing to do it. That's like well-liked and well-known. Well, I wonder if they have, uh, 
Jillian Harris do it? Because I know she's filled in a few times for it, for him. Maybe. Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Mason's like, and I do not. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's turn to a more positive note, huh? We got some great sports games, uh, some losses, but, you know, we learn from those. We get better. We get bigger. and We get scarier. <laughs> uh, all right hockey yeah. hockey uh with the wins against denver both both games they uh did very well 3-0-5-2 so yeah men's basketball two wins as well against south dakota women's basketball two losses sadly but you know we learn we kill it women like molly said grr um <laughs> women's volleyball also with the losses tough games softball i had a couple I had one win the rest were losses you know it's a tough time for a woman hawk but i know you guys i know you guys will prevail as we always do in the great grand forks <laughs> <laughs> that was such a fake little laugh molly <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i love grand forks <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, on that note, thank you for tuning in to the Coast Student Podcast. It was nice talking to you all again, and I'm sure we'll reconvene in next week or the following. So uh, stay tuned for that. New episodes every Wednesday, and have a great one, folks. <laughs>